Welcome to Style with Substance, a podcast by The Vendeur. I'm your host, Lucy Kebble. plus a few bonus episodes, we'll be talking about the myths and greenwashing that surround sustainable fashion. Join us for discussion with industry insiders, tips and generally geeking out on the glory that is ethical fashion. This episode is kindly sponsored by Bolt Beauty. Bolt Beauty are a high-performance skincare brand that also happens to be zero waste. Their handy pre-portioned biodegradable capsules not only save valuable space in your makeup bag, but also mean that you can dramatically cut your plastic packaging waste. We'll tell you more in a bit. In 2019 alone, five fashion rental platforms launched in the UK, hot on the heels of US success story Rent the Runway. Just as Uber and Airbnb have changed the way we view ownership of big things like cars and houses, it was inevitable that fashion would follow suit. Renting has proved an attractive antithesis to buying clothes. According to Hubbub, 41% of all 18 to 25 year olds feel the pressure to wear a different outfit every time they go out, and this rises to 47% for young women alone. One in six young people even say that they don't feel they can wear an outfit again once it's been on social media. This rate of enormous consumption is not sustainable, so we need another option. Renting provides a practical answer to this conundrum. Not only is it relatively cheap, but it allows us to wear an item of clothing once and send it back without it ending up in an incinerator or in landfill or the back of our cupboard. It also allows customers to experiment with new brands, styles and trends without the commitment or the guilt. In this episode, we're talking all things rental with her co-founder, Victoria Prue. Victoria is an ex-chartered surveyor who switched to the fashion tech space after recognising a cultural shift from ownership to access. Renting means that we can wear new clothes but don't need to own them, so you can carry on only wearing garments once without the guilt of disposing of it. But is renting actually better for the environment? Renting does eliminate purchasing new garments, which arguably means that they don't need to create virgin fibres or in turn new garments at the same rate that we did previously. However, it also requires some upkeep, from couriers to cleaning, There are also a lot of elements to running a rental business, but there are some conscious ways around these issues. For example, her is peer-to-peer, which means that the clothes you rent are coming from someone else's wardrobe. Perfect if you want to emulate a specific person's style. Before we head to our chat with Victoria, a little word from our sponsor for this episode, Bolt Beauty. When packing for a celebratory three-week trip with her boyfriend, Lisa Sexton, founder of Bolt Beauty, was horrified to learn that she was only able to take hand luggage. Her only options were to purchase new items at airports, not easy in Thailand, to decant into little pots, unhygienic and time-consuming, or to buy travel minis, a huge waste of plastic packaging. So she set about finding a solution and Bolt Beauty was born. Featuring four high-performing skincare products, the Filthy Clean Cleanser, two serums and a moisturiser, each housed in a tiny pre-portioned capsule. Your capsules live in home jars and you then decan them into your stacker. The capsules are biodegradable and the jars and stacker are reusable and recyclable. Not only do you save a huge amount of space in an already bulging makeup bag, you are also using much less plastic packaging than you would with conventional brands. Find out more by heading to boldbeauty.com. We've popped a link in the show notes for you. 
Here is our chat with Victoria. Hi, Victoria. Hi, Lucy. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Loving working from home. Thank you. Yes, yeah, me too. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm sure you're, um, you're really busy at the moment. Yeah, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Brilliant. So um, why don't we kick off by um, just asking you about you and um, what you did before you started her of course. Um, so I trained up as a chartered surveyor. So my background is real estate. I did a master's degree in property and then trained up um, as a broker um, before qualifying and quitting to start her. Um, but I'd say the kind of, you know, reason why I started her, um, I ran a tech company when I was an undergrad student um, for a year that kind of gave me, I guess, a taste of, of the world of starting up your own company. Um, so I was always set on 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 starting a business but I wanted a kind of professional career um to fall back on just in case I guess um so that's kind of what, how I started oh okay sure so let's dive right into where the idea for her came from because it's quite a it's quite a different model in the fashion rental space uh, you guys have invested really heavily in the in the tech behind it which I find really interesting so can you tell us a little bit more about that of course. So um, the idea came from my co-founder and I actually studying lots of sharing sharing economy business models rather than the kind of fashion space. Um, so we looked at the whole kind of movement um, from um, from ownership towards access and all of these amazing access models like Uber, Airbnb, Zipcar that's now started cropping up. And, and we really believed that there was this whole generation of people, they call us generation rent for a reason. Um, that we're going to just want access to things without having to own them. Um, and when we started looking at verticals and business ideas, um, we started looking into the into the fashion space. And the more research we did, the more convinced we became that there must be a better way to do fashion. Um, as we know, it's one of the world's most polluting industries. Um, so that's really how we started. We were like, there must be a better way to do this, where people can rent clothes without having to commit to purchase or buying things that they might only wear a couple of times. Um, so that's very much where the idea came from. And our view was, if we're going to gonna win and create a really scalable kind of market leading product, um, we have to be a tech company. That was always our focus from day one. And that's basically exactly what we've done. We we built the platform, my co-founder and I, from, from line one of code um, and oh, wow. <laughs> invested heavily in, in our IP and our tech and having lots of clever things that our users probably don't need to know about, but that make the hopefully the user journey and the user experience um, really seamless, really frictionless, um, and and hopefully just kind of debunk any myths about renting. So, you know, we want it to be aspirational. We want it to feel like a normal e-commerce site, um, but obviously without the environmental impact of actually buying. And it definitely feels like that. I think the platform is so slick, um, really chic. It, it almost feels like you're shopping on... I don't know, matches or net a portal or something like that. But obviously the uh, the price points are a little bit more purse-friendly. <laughs> yes, that we want to hear. I mean, for us, um, as, as renting still still is quite a new concept, um, we, we, in our kind of research phase, really found that actually the, the shift is less scary if it feels like something that you have already done or have already, you know, you know bought something from, from an e-com platform. Um, so we've tried to make it look 
aspirational and I guess feel a bit more curated. We didn't really want to build a, a jumble sale. Um, we wanted to keep it as curated as we possibly can do. So I guess that leads us on really nicely to talking about how consumer perceptions of renting are changing. Um, you know, obviously from from your end as a brand, like you've just said, you can you can lay things out really nicely for people and the the edit that you have on the platform is is really beautiful and really aspirational. So how do you how do you think consumer perceptions um of renting have changed in the last few years? It's a really interesting question. So we've been up and running for the best part of two years and have found that the shift obviously considerable within quite a small space of time. Um, Having said that, the UK is very behind the curve in terms of renting. When you look at comparable companies like Rent the Runway in the States, they've been operating for over 10 years um, and the UK market has been quite slow to adopt. Um, so I think although we're behind the curve, we are seeing very, very quick progress. Um, and we've seen that shift even even within that kind of two year period. Um, I think, you know, what what hope the hope that we have that consumer perceptions are changing quickly um probably emphasized in our selfishes pop up that we launched launched earlier this year. Um, they championed the kind of resale space with Epop and Vestiaire Collective. And we are the first time that the department stores uh, trialed fashion rental, which is a really interesting, I guess vote of confidence in the rental economy from probably the biggest and best department store um definitely that was so exciting really exciting we're still super excited about it um and I think what's fascinating is just seeing you know when when I'm on the shop floor people come up and and just you know see the cogs whirling and and working as to oh my gosh I can rent something I don't have to spend x on a dress that I'm going to wear once to a wedding and it just you know making it as easy as you can to change the perceptions and it, and it makes a huge difference I guess having a, a bricks and mortar presence yeah I'm sure and also seeing people um probably quite surprised at what they can rent for their money as well I guess is 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 maybe quite a nice thing for you guys because you're you're always behind a screen as it were yeah absolutely I think building our kind of uh, you know online community offline is is a huge part of us having pop-up spaces um, and also yeah just you know you can try things on you can rent amazing you know sold out pieces that you can't get your hands on through to vintage pieces um, or catwalk pieces that were never put into production so I guess a huge part of what we're trying to do is connect people back with their clothes and, and, and establish a connection with what you wear, which in a kind of fast fashion era has been lost. Um, and actually, you know, allowing people to, to interact with a brand physically um, has made a huge difference in that. So let's talk about the environmental advantages or disadvantages of renting, because uh, I think renting was really kind of hailed last year. 2019 was a massive year for sustainability and fashion. Um, and renting was really hailed as, you know, uh, an, an exciting new development there. But obviously, we have to think about the intricacies of running a rental business. You know, you have to courier things to people, things need to be cleaned, etc. And these are things that we're sort of attuned to thinking are not very environmentally friendly so how do you guys how do you guys deal with that day to day so I'd say there are two two kind of points here and um, one is on the dry cleaning side of things and the and the second on delivery and um, dry mm-hmm. cleaning and um, as a peer-to-peer marketplace we don't handle the dry cleaning and um, when items are rented peer-to-peer and um, my view is that dry cleaning is an industry that actually 
no one really knows how damaging it is until you start really researching it. Um, yeah, I'd definitely say in the last two years, I've learned a lot about the chemicals, the chemical called perk, which is super damaging to the environment and um, that's used by a lot of dry cleaners. Um, so, so the answer is, I don't think there's a, a one size fits all model for dry cleaning because we don't manage it ourselves. Um, there are great dry cleaners in London that have eco-friendly practices, such as Blanc, who have five or six mm-hmm. incredible uh, dry cleaning facilities uh, that you can use. Um, and then on the second point of, of delivery, um, you're completely right. The carbon footprint of, of lots of packages going, going up and down worldwide, you know, through the UK, etc., definitely has an environmental impact and part of the reason well and how we've tried to counter this is by allowing people to meet up in person so on her I'm sure you've seen there's a the kind of a a google maps geotagging facility where you can see roughly where the items are located and particularly for our central London users uh, people a really high percentage of our users do choose to meet up in person because well as long as it's in a public place it means that actually, um, rather than posting something to someone in Soho uh, that might be based in, you know, a couple of streets away or work close, and people can actually meet up and swap dresses there and then. And so my personal view is, you need to provide all the options to the customer um, and let them decide because sustainability is one part of it. But there are also, you know, you know, financial factors of, you know, careers, etc, etc. And so what we've tried to do is provide all the options you know, have an in-person meetup, a delivery option. We have a sustainable uh, tie-up with a Repack, which is a sustainable packaging company, which is incredible. Um, and then the third option is a courier service. And we only use cycle more bicycle couriers so that we don't have the kind of carbon emissions of, of, of couriers of cars um, as well. So we've really tried to tackle all areas of the business, but ultimately leave it to the consumer. That's really interesting. I think also it has um, the double benefit of, as you were saying earlier, helping people to have a different relationship with their clothes. Um, you know, we're not, I think we're so used to just receiving something in the post and sending it back in the post. We don't really meet people and we don't really have conversations about things. And especially if two people are bonding over something that they both clearly really love because they're sharing it between themselves, that must be a really lovely thing. Yeah, definitely. We've seen photos of people sending notes to each other saying, you know, hi, Claudia, I hope you love, love this dress, you know, trying to create you know a connection between users a but between the item is really important and we're trying to push that message of you know here's one suit that's been worn by five incredible women they've all styled it differently you know they've all got their individual stories in their clothes because that's the path I think that's been that's been lost in in the world we live in yeah definitely um so on that note is do you believe that renting has made uh accessing a sustainable fashion wardrobe more democratic or less because a lot of what we hear here at the Vendeur is that you know buying clothes that are deemed to be sustainable just people think that it's very very expensive um I mean rightly so because obviously you're paying for better quality fabrics and you're paying the the person that made it a fair wage but obviously renting is is kind of on the complete flip side of that yeah, it's really interesting. Um, I, I would say yes. I would really hope that renting is making sustainability more democratic. Uh, democratic. Um, renting is all about accessing things without having to own them and without having to commit to a purchase. And I think the modern day consumer is is smarter than ever about the pieces that they want to wear once and the pieces that they want to invest in and wear forever. And I hope that you know 
what this the world of fashion will look like in five years time is that people rent for one-off occasions or for you know to to buy into the latest trend without having to act to, to own it um, and that mm. you, know, you build a capsule wardrobe with all of your kind of high quality sustainable basics um, and I think it largely comes down to pricing as well so I'm a big believer that you know her is trying to democratize luxury if you should be able to access an amazing designer dress or a 500 pound dress and rent it for 50 pounds for a couple of days and um, without having to buy that all the time and um, so so I think as long as you can prove that you're trying to democratize luxury that your price points are as affordable as a kind of high street equivalent which is where we're trying to get to then absolutely sustainability should be you know democratic and renting should should be aiding that process yeah so we also wanted to to talk about um whether or not the renting industry is going to force the hand of, of fashion brands to make pieces that are better quality because this this was something that we spoke about in episode one um if you haven't heard episode one please go back and listen to it we were talking about recycling um, but that was one of the points that came up was that um you know clothing is just not made to a very high standard anymore because it is so throwaway whereas if we are going to be renting a dress for instance you know we want something that's going to be robust enough to be worn and loved and enjoyed and pass between a few different people for a few years hopefully yeah so so i i would completely agree i think that particularly for, for the rental space which is what i can speak to certain materials work better for rental the, the more you know durable materials the less you know silks and intricately um you know embroidered or sequins etc there are certain things that work better for rental and i guess Oh, right. Okay. My hope is that, you know, certain piece, you know, pieces will be designed to be more durable um, and they'll be built to last, not not built to fail, which is that kind of fast fashion model. So I do think as rental really explodes um, that, that, that fashion brands should be designing, you know, better and more sustainably anyway in terms of their practices. But but that actually that you can have a revenue stream of rental knowing that you know, if you design to items to be more durable, um, it's a bit of a double win because you'll you'll make more income from that item, which I guess is is good for both the rental company and, and the fashion brand. Definitely. Yeah. I think that's probably everyone's aim at the moment is to in some way be extending the life cycle of of our clothes, whether it's, you know, having having an end of life plan for them or just, you know, making them better, making them last longer. Um, so I think that we can't have this conversation really without talking about current events. Um, we're, we're currently in the midst of a pandemic. We're, we're recording this, um, this podcast during lockdown. So unfortunately we're not face to face, but it's quite something that quite interests me is talking about how COVID-19 is going to affect sustainable fashion. Obviously, it's quite a large topic, probably for, a, you know, a completely different episode. But I just wanted to get your thoughts on, you know, how COVID-19 was affecting you and how you think it will affect the rental business um, in particular. Yeah, obviously, we we, we are mid lockdown and, and who would have seen, you know, what we're currently go through coming. Um, in terms of the impact that it's had on her, um, we had recently opened our uh, rental boutique in Selfridges, which was super super exciting and we managed to get kind of our first three four weeks of trading in um before uh, we had to close and um, obviously it's it's you know it's upsetting and sad to have to shut a pop up but we will be reopening mm. at the moment that we can um and that is just what we have to do 
Um, in terms of, you know, I'd say the biggest impact, obviously, is on the rental space is that everyone's events have been cancelled. There are simply no events to be going through, uh, you know, going to. So we yeah. quite, uh, well, hundreds of um, kind of cancellations, but we've been able to kind of credit people's accounts as well as just flat out cancellations. So um, I'd say the biggest the biggest impact is on on the the demand side because people aren't leaving their houses, of course. Um, we really tried to focus on building our supply side um, over the next couple of months whilst things, well, whilst we're in isolation. Um, we are first and foremost a peer-to-peer marketplace that relies on great supply. Um, and we surveyed our users and found that actually lots of people have been so busy they haven't had the opportunity to, you know, photograph their items, upload them onto her. Um, Oh, I'm one of those people. I'm guilty. I've got so much stuff that I need you guys to list. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you'll be pleased to know that it's a huge focus of ours. So um, we've launched an, uh, a WhatsApp channel. So we literally have a direct WhatsApp uh, business account where you can just take photos of your items and someone from our customer success team will upload everything to your account for you completely hassle-free. So there are no excuses, Lucy. Um, and, um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> for us, we're still really, really busy, probably busier than we've ever been. Um, I think when when things like this do happen, um, it, it forces companies to innovate, look at other alternatives, and and revenue is is a profitable and and different revenue streams for a lot of traditional fashion brands. And for people that just want the side hustle of making money from their wardrobes, so um, it's not it's not all doom and gloom. Obviously, there have been you know significant business impacts for ev- for every fashion brand or any startup or any business worldwide. Um, but we're really using this time uh, to focus on like I guess high level strategy and, and focusing on on building our supply. Great, yeah. I mean, that sounds like a brilliant plan, and I will. I've been told I'll I'll, I'll get right on that. Um, and and I also just wanted to ask, lastly, in terms of um, hygiene, what you guys are finding um, in feedback wise from your customers, because I think that that could have probably been one of the fall downs, you know, in in previous years of why renting could or could not be successful um obviously at the moment we're all very very preoccupied with how clean things are um do you have you seen any sort of um knock-on effect from that at all from your end or not so much i'd say the biggest knock-on effect is people cancelling rentals so right okay. people not renting for, for hygiene reasons or, or for the the worry of corona the feedback we've had is more that you know i rented a dress for a wedding that's now no longer happening i rented a dress for you know, my son's engagement party, et cetera, et cetera. Um, in terms of the hygiene, it, it, it's, a, it's a great point. Um, we have outlined very kind of clear guidance in our FAQs that we're constantly updating in line with government advice. Um, for example, not having the in-person meetups that I mentioned earlier, only using courier services. Um, it's a requirement of ours anyway that every item that is rented has to be dry cleaned professionally by the lender. Um, so we've really just you know, clarified those points. And um, because I think when things start to pick back up, um, you have to have really clear guidance and policies in place um, in the same way that that other kind of peer-to-peer resale marketplaces do a great job of. Um, and then the B2C models that rent the runway, uh, similar to rent the runway, um, everyone's trying to navigate through the space. Um, and I think the clearer you can be with your customers about what is expected, um, the better. So, So it's something we're obviously you know working on every day and, and taking you know the new guidance and working out w- w- what it means for her um but for, for now I'm, I'm confident that we're doing everything from a business point of view that we can be 
No, I'm sure. Well, thank you so much, Victoria. It was really great to speak to you today. Um, I know that I've definitely learned a lot. And um, like I said, it's great to know that you guys are really on the ground with your customers, helping them helping them through this time. And um, I can't wait to come along to your Selfridges pop-up when all of this is done. I know. I must say I'm very excited to be back in Selfridges um, for everyone to be renting for their post-COVID-19 lockdown. Uh, to be back out of our sweatpants, I think, is probably what a lot of people are hoping. That's <laughs> get dressed up I think that's the biggest you know point of feedback we've had from customers is that you know things will return to normal it's going to take time but but there is light at the end of the tunnel we have yeah definitely well thank you for joining us today it's been great to speak to you um and yeah hopefully we'll see you again soon my pleasure thank you for having me Lucy Victoria and her collective have kindly offered listeners of Star With Substance a discount off their first rental. Simply head to the website hercollective.com and her is spelt H-U-R-R and use offer code THEVONDERNEW5 for £5 off your first rental. You can find more details in the show notes. If you want to continue to expand your rental horizons, there are so many different offerings available. Here are just a few of the other platforms that we love. By rotation is a bit like her collective. They are peer to peer and I love that I can start a conversation with the people that I am renting from. The handy app allows you to rent and borrow in the easiest way possible, even on the go. Rotaro have a stunning range of Instagram worthy dresses with incredible brands like Reformation, Maggie Marilyn and The Vampire's Wife. Right now they're turning their hand to fruit and veg delivery so it's well worth a look. On Loan is a subscription service, which means that you can sign up and have a constant stream of newness each month. All you have to do is find enough places to wear it all. My Wardrobe HQ have a huge range of designer pieces available to rent for any occasion. Plus, if you can't bear to part from a certain piece, you have the option to buy it at a fraction of the price. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed our chat with Victoria today. What did you think? We'd love to know so that we can make the next series of Style with Substance even better. We would be grateful if you could take a few moments to rate, review and subscribe to our podcast so that other people can find us. See you next week for some more sustainable myth busting. Mm-hmm.